All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Jobcast with Job Crystal. And I have the CEO of Job Crystal with me, Sasha Not. Welcome. Thanks, Bobby. Great to be here and very excited to start our first episode. Yes, I'm also looking forward to this. Um, I'm obviously going to ask you to do it, but to kind of give us a bit of a background into what we, um, what the job cost is and what are we trying to achieve with it? So pretty much we're trying to make a dent in unemployment and how we foresee that working is working with candidates, working with companies and helping companies hire better and faster and helping candidates find jobs better and faster. Um, so we're going to do a three episode on this one and we're going to help clients hire and then do another three episode and help candidates find a job quicker. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. I think that the, the whole recruitment world out there, people finding jobs, people trying to find good candidates, it's a, it's a messy world. There's a lot of room for people to kind of get better at it. And we know that with companies having a strong pipeline of good candidates um, in, your, in your system coming through is so important and there's not a lot of help out there. So I'm hoping that we can help um, a lot of people in our little journey that we're putting together. Absolutely. There's lots of help for corporates, um, but not so many for SMEs. So I'm hoping that we can help the small, the small guys um, yeah. higher better. 100% and SME is trying to solve a thousand problems at the same time. So if we can help them with recruitment, then, you know, one less headache for them, right? Absolutely. It's, a, yeah. it's an important headache to, to get rid of. Yeah. So 100%. So, so to start, um, you know, with our first episode, we want to talk on the theme of start where you want to finish. Do you just want to kind of tell us where this kind of um, mindset came from? Where does it, this theme come from? So funny story, uh, when I got engaged, friends of mine said, you want to start your relationship where you want it to finish. So if you are always going to be picking up his socks every day, make sure you pick up his, you want to pick up his socks at the end of the 50 years. So it's the same. And it's a really weird analogy, but it's the same with jobs is, you know, it's so often we want to hire a receptionist, but we never actually put what we're looking for. Um, and what does success look like in that role? And that's such an important part of it. You know, everyone gets very tired of creating job descriptions and very tired of, of the way they do it. Um, and they do copy and paste from Google, which unfortunately are copying somebody else's uh, what they want to hire, not what you want to hire. Mm. So critical to get the job description right. So I say start where you want to finish. If you start in the right place with the job description, you're bound to hire well, um, knowing what the role is going to do and how it's going to succeed in that role. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think what happens when you think about where you want to finish, it actually helps you kind of prepare and make you think about it before you just start hiring, before you just starting the process, you actually go and sit down, get a pen and paper and actually start understanding what is it, this role that you want to achieve so that you, you actually put some thought to behind it and not just go guns blazing and trying to find the first help that you can find, right? Yeah, the problem with SMEs is generally we always want to hire tomorrow, you know, so so for the moment, we're stuck at the moment with, with lots of marketing um, that we need to get done. So we need to hire a marketing person. So the thought is to go onto Google, type in marketing coordinator and hire marketing coordinator, get that job spec and, and put that in. But the problem is you don't actually know, it's very different in your business, what you need. You know, I often say people want to hire a receptionist and a receptionist, the general job title means that someone's going to answer the phones. And obviously if, if they're in office nowadays with, with remote and hybrid, but they'll welcome people as they walk in. But some receptionists actually do bookkeeping. And if that's not in the job description, then how are you going to hire well? If somebody hates numbers and they're a receptionist, they're going to hate that job. Yeah. And they're not going to do it very well. And you're going to bat heads and then it all goes, goes pear-shaped. Mm. And like we say is the one reason 
people fail in a role is because of the line manager because they didn't make it very clear of what success looked like in that role. So once you know, you know, if I'm going to hire a receptionist and I want you to send the invoicing out and you know what success looks like in each area, it'll be a whole lot easier. So again, like we say, start where you want to finish. Yeah, 100%. And I think also to, to not go down that road of finding a unicorn, right? I think of a social media manager or a, whatever it is, but they must do copy and they must do design. Oh, and yeah, bookkeeping, like you said, do you mind just doing this quick zero, you know, <laughs> reconciliation for me? You're not going to get success out of that, are you? No, exactly. And like we say, like my husband's got a really funny story. It's unicorns are actually rhinos. They're just the fat ones. So Unicorns don't exist, you know, and SMEs and founders and, you know, we have this idea of we're so passionate about a business, we're going to hire somebody who's just as good and they're going to take over half of our role. They don't. You need to give them, a, you know, there's a pie that you do and you need to break off those pieces of pies and give them to one person to do. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, based on the job description. You know, we did a search of a job description on Gumtree and literally just the first thing came up. It's two lines. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not a yeah. job. Um, you know, and you're going to hire something awful from that you know the the person that you want is attention to detail um specifically for that role if they're seeing a two-line job description they're like well that's not really really good yeah. so you need to be so careful mm. so you obviously you, you're trying to appeal from the beginning first of all thinking about who what that that role is what what will make it successful and then breaking it down how we see that person so are you saying that you would put some kpis in place before you, well, while you're writing the job description, maybe? It doesn't always have to be the KPIs, because KPIs gets very HR and very detailed, and I mm. think that goes to the fluffy side. Um, you generally need to, you know, what is a person going to do? Just, it doesn't need to be that whole, you know, paragraph on one task. Literally, like they're going to invoice, they're going to answer the phone, they're going to, and then you can beef it up if you need to and how they're going to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just working those out. And you also need to realize that, when you put a job description out into the world, you're advertising your business as well. So you don't want to mess up your brand name. And you, and we're go, we'll go through just a little bit later. It's, it's Google, Google for jobs now is where people mm. are searching. They go onto Google and looking for a receptionist job in Cape Town comes up. Google comes up first. So you need to be so good with Google and you need to use your brand name. You need to use your, your company name. You know, So if there's something different between your company and your brand, you need to use that in the job description. That's mm. critical. So you're not advertising your company. Make sure it's a really good advertisement. You, know, you wouldn't go and advertise a big billboard out on the highway in Johannesburg if it was a terrible billboard. You're going to put thought behind that, mm. thought behind your job description. It needs to entice the right person to apply. Mm. Mm. Fantastic. Um, so we've kind of been touching on the importance of, you know, making sure that you understand what you're hiring for so that you're hiring right. Okay. Um, I, again, I'll bring it up. It's not the first time, but the Good to Great book where they talk about, you know, you want to not only build your company, but you need to build the team that's going to run with that company. Um, one of the biggest problems that we are faced with or any SME is that they try and find the talent that's going to keep them going. And then there's obviously the retention of that. So in essence, you want to try and find the right people in, in, in the beginning. And, and, and their first interaction with you is finding out about the business. What is the job? What is the company? And they're going to Google you, right? They're going to go look you up and all of that. So it's being very aware of that, right? Yeah, I think it's you know it's it's very different from back in the day where you applied for a job and you didn't really know about anything about the company. Nowadays, you can go onto the Facebook, onto the LinkedIn, onto the Twitter, onto the Instagram. You can see who works there. You can you can do so much research on companies. You have to be very careful when you when you put in that 
advert out there because mm. that's literally what you're doing mm. um and you need to put your brand out there um, and i was saying you need to be enticing you want the right person to apply for the role so mm. write it for the right person mm-hmm. um you know my first thing is to start where you want to finish start with the job title you know if you mm. create chief handshaker which believe it or not there's actually a job title like that no ways no one knows what, no one knows what that is you're gonna get somebody who's gonna the person you're probably aiming for is probably gonna miss that job mm. that job advert so aim for the title to be i'm gonna say generic you can always change it later and make it more interesting on their business card or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. but make it for the person that you're applying for that it is a generic job title business developer mm. or receptionist or something to that effect I think that's also a very important point that you're bringing up. It's not only just getting the title right or anything like that. Like, let's say, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, executive handshaker versus, you know, senior developer, you know, back-end developer. You, you're going to work hard to get that guy or girl onto your team. And their first interaction is that, that job post that they see. So it's so important if you're trying to reach the talent because we know that there are critical skills missing in, in the job market, and uh, you want to get the, the ones that have those skills to push your company forward. So very important to have that up front and, and make sure that you catch their, their attention and not just anyone's attention. Is there anything exactly. that people should be looking at with that? Yeah. So, so I was saying there's Google. So Google's actually chosen six countries to try their Google jobs out. And South Africa is actually one of the six. Oh, wow. And what are they doing is they're looking at certain parts that you want to definitely add into your, into your job description. So it is your job advert. And like you were saying, you know, there's no successful business that was built on one or three people. It's, it's built on lots of people. So get the recruiting right. And like you say, the job description is your first interaction with candidates just like their cv is their first interaction with you you want to make sure the same impression so it must Mm. put the same impression that you look at cvs you know when you look at a cv and it's a wow cv you want that job description to be wow Mm. so there's different elements of what you need to add into that job description but most important you need to make it enticing make it that Mm. you know if you were a back-end developer what would you want to apply for Um, and yes it's also the job title make it generic because they're not Mm. a developer is going to miss something like unicorn creator so make sure it's a generic job title and then make it enticing that you want to apply for it and be yeah. honest. Don't say you don't have to work eight hours a day or it's flexi time. If it's not flexi time, mm. a big thing at the moment is fully remote, not just remote, fully remote. So they do not ever have to go into an office is huge um, in the specifically in the Google jobs market and specifically on your tech talent. Tech doesn't want to go into the office anymore. I know, right. I still don't know how I feel. I don't know which side of the fence I am on this one. Um, We were just joking offline now about how nice it is to be in your home, to have your setup. You wake up, you get your coffee, and what do you know? I didn't sit in any traffic. You're at your desk. You have everything you need for the day right in front of you. You don't have to do anything for it. And guess what? You probably have your dog, uh, your kids, you know, in the room next to you and fantastic. Um, that seems to be a trend. I, I'm actually a bit surprised, but I've, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a product of that now at the moment where fully remote really does work for me. So something to think about for, for, for strategies for businesses looking to hire talent. 
Explicitly, and you know, I think I still think the hybrid model will stay. I still think there's going to be some connection. So I'm actually at our office for the first time today in, in probably the whole month. Um, but it was great to work with the team today. So there was ten of us around a table, all working together, sharing, laughing about the traffic and what was on the radio. Because you don't get to listen to the radio anymore. You know, yeah. you don't listen to the podcasts anymore because you're not in the car in in a, in a dead time. Yeah. So hybrid's going to become very important, and yeah. the companies that stand out are the ones that are going to offer a lot to candidates you know it's not just about anymore it's not just about mm. salary you know it used to be if you offered the highest price you get the best candidate it doesn't work that mm. way anymore mm-hmm. and ping pong tables and you know water coolers <laughs> and coffee machines <laughs> and all games. those things but you've put together um uh, some 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 uh, examples of a job description um yes. we'll put it up on the screen do you just kind of want to explain to it like how this one has been set up how does this one uh, speak to, you know, being that enticing and having the information to kind of catch the, 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 the um, candidate's eyes? Okay, so let's go through. So obviously title, really important to make it generic. Is it permanent or is it temporary? Is it flexi? Is it, you need to put that in, okay? Salary, really important. Does it come with incentives, doesn't it? And where is the location? So, you know- What is your view on actually having the amount in as a salary? So it's critical. So, you know, it's so difficult. You put it out there and you're like, oh, market related. Most people yeah. don't know what market related is. Mm-hmm. Um, or if there's no salary, even worse, you don't know if it's market related. If you don't have a big budget and let's say, you know, you're looking to hire 50,000 person, but you can only afford to pay them 20,000 rand. Put it there that you want to hire the 20. You might find somebody who's a superstar who wants to work half day. You can do the full job and you never know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Put the truth out there. You've got yeah. a budget put the budget out there yeah. or else you're going to get every Joe soap applying yeah. because you're going to apply the junior side, the really senior mm-hmm. side. You're not going to get what you're looking for. So if you want hundreds of applications, don't put a salary. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's funny. It's taboo not to talk about salaries. And it's funny because I think it's Robert Kiyosaki or I don't know who I book read. He's like, we should be open and honest about, you know, salaries and money and how we deal with it because it creates this, weird space where people don't want to talk about it and you know employers get away with murder or whatever it is so it's just interesting to hear your point on it um i think we could probably have a whole conversation around that but what's next what what is the next thing that we should be looking for so you're looking at job functions and industries you know if if i'm in the uh car sales industry. I don't want to go apply it in a retail food industry. So you need to be clear on what industry it is and what is the job function. So, mm-hmm. you know, is it mm-hmm. HR, is it sales, is it marketing, is it admin? What is, where does it fall into? And then your big thing is highlight the first part. What are you looking for? It's like the profile summary kind of exact. So here, you know, like, are you experienced in doing sales? It's, it's pretty much very clear on what are we looking for and what are you passionate about? Because we want somebody just as passionate about sales when they're going to do a sales role. We don't want somebody who's going to hate cold calling for this role. Mm. So you have to be clear on what is the role going to be doing. Um, so be, be crystal clear. Show them what they're clearly going to be responsible for and show them clearly about what they need. You know, a lot of people for, for job descriptions, what they do is they just put what experience people are looking for. Now, that doesn't tell you what the job's going to do. You know, if you mm. want somebody who's got 10 years experience and who's got, you know, C sharp, it doesn't tell you what they're going to be doing. You need to explain what are they going to be doing? 
what mm. experience are you looking for mm-hmm. and then what are the benefits what is the what's the the thing that's going to make them take and want to do this job if it's not just salary and specifically smes you don't have all the money power like the corporates do mm-hmm. use what is is there a ping pong table is it fully remote mm-hmm. is it flexi hours is it huge growth you know smes have got that absolute power that you could start in a job and you can become the ceo in five years mm. you know if that's yeah. if you want somebody who's completely determined to climb the corporate ladder sme is definitely the market so use what you've got you'd be amazed of how many people are crazy about your business because mm. they want to work there because of x or y reason great and then part of part of the thing i'm just thinking about as you're speaking is also when you talk about like the experience and we're talking about like knowing what you're going to need to do i kind of feel i just want to quickly get your view on how people are throwing you know intermediate senior titles around um because <laughs> i got a i got a reaction uh, <laughs> so why did i get the reaction so it's so different, you know, what is your intermediate? What's my intermediate? Yeah. You know, some people's intermediate is post one year. Some mm. people's intermediate is five years. So the word intermediate, you know, junior, we can all pretty much get, you know, th- mm. there's a question that comes in, are they a grad? Are they an internal? Or they do have one or two years experience. But when you start to come to intermediate medium level, what is it? What's senior? Some, some mm. industries, seniors, three years experience. Yeah. Some is 10 years experience. So it's such a difficult one. I understand what junior and senior intermediate brings. Generally brings in your line of your salary. Mm-hmm. And that's generally what it does within the industry. But I would say be, be very careful when you're playing with, with those kind of titles. Um, I mean, putting that in front of a job title. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, it's great if you're hiring a junior who's fresh out of school, 18, 19, looking for their first job and you're calling it a junior role. Mm-hmm. But when you're hiring somebody who's 35 and they're becoming a junior bookkeeper, not cool. So I, yeah. I prefer to stay away from those three yeah. words, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's not only the salaries, but it's also to understand that if you want to jump in as a intermediate to a senior, you're going to be mentoring people. You're going to be coaching, you'll be managing people. And that's not just uh, something that you, it's not easy. You need to be able to do it and have some experience and exposure before you can jump into those roles and say you can do that. So, and, that's, yeah. and you know, you could advertise a role as a developer and in the job speaking and say, you know, have growth to lead a role you know it gives people the opportunity to learn to how to lead a company or if you mm. want them to have experience and put that in experience but be very careful with senior because senior to you and me is very different mm. to senior to somebody else who's reading that job description 100 just something else i'm thinking about the seniors that i'm exposed to you know they'd actually spend less time uh doing the actual day-to-day work it's more about strategic and people management so making sure that you have those abilities um, and so when you're, when you're advertising for it, that's what you're looking for, or that they will move into those roles. Um, sorry, I, I digress there. Is there anything else? What are we, where are we next? Uh, personal co- competencies? I guess that's what we've been chatting, chatting about. Yeah, so, that, so it is that side. It's also, it's also that end part of, you know, what appeals for you. Like I said, bring in what works in your business that you're trying to entice the person. Don't lie. You know, that's the worst. And you, just as much you don't want a CV that's lying, they don't want a job description that's lying. Imagine what it's like to look for a job um, and then feel that person's pain and then decide what you want them, who you want to apply for that role. Be clear. Competencies are a bit fluffy, mm-hmm. um, but you know, if you want, there's certain, and you always say like, have about five of them competencies. You know, if you want somebody attention to detail, put that in. If you want somebody who's passionate, who talks a lot and loves people, put that in. If you want a developer who's not going to talk, then put in, you want somebody who can, 
who's responsible, who can hold their own in, um, you know, in a tech environment, that they keep mm, up to mm. date with technology, that kind of stuff. So, so put those competencies. I always say they're a little bit fluffy, um, but it gives you gives them an idea of what you're looking for. Mm, mm. And another thing, as you were talking about, um, you know, being, you know, so, you know, being able to mentor or being able to be chatty. Um, something we haven't touched on is values. I think as a SME, it's good to have your values, and I suppose it's also good to to put in your in your in your in your ad. What are your values that you want to bring, and kind of speaks to the the, the culture that the company has, right? Absolutely. So that top piece with that that kind of profile of what you're looking for, mm-hmm. add there in your values. You know, what are you got? What are we you passionate about? What is your vision for your business? And so the person can align with that. You know, mm. we we recruit for for some of the NPO sector, and you want people who are passionate about helping others there in the NPO sector. Where we we you know we recruit for the big corporate environment, you also want people there to be driven to drive the sales numbers and their KPIs, and there's some red tape to deal with. So everybody's different, but be very clear on where you are going. So you want people mm. who are passionate about what you're doing. Yes, exactly. you're going to get people who are absolutely desperate for a job and they're going to apply regardless of what you've written. And mm. that's going to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. But the better you write it, the more you'll get the people that you really want applying. Brilliant. And then to final, do you want to just kind of speak about this Google? I don't know if there's anything else. Like what, what about this SEO and Google and what are they trying to achieve with this job? Um, thing that they've got going seo so there's the, the key word they're trying to do that seo so there's so many jobs out there believe it or not there's hundreds and hundreds being advertised mm-hmm. to get onto the top page just like you want to get your website on the top page of google the same thing you want your job to be at the top so i understand some people obviously you know i don't want my job to be advertised and i'm not really worried about applying you need to realize that there's three types of candidates in the world. There's those that are looking. So those that are going to apply for every job and they're active and they're, they're a bit of a desperate mode. Those that are passive, that don't, don't even know about you, you're going to have to go and headhunt them in the old, the old sense. And then you've got those guys who hide. They're not going to apply. You, they, they don't know about you, but they're looking around. They're searching on Google. You never know who's going to search on Google on a Sunday evening, watching Carte Blanche and they type on their phone. They're going to come up with your job description on Google Jobs. And you want to be on the top. So you need to make sure there's some things you have to do. You have to mm. put salary. You have to put location. A big thing for Google is expiry date. You know, is your job, you probably only want to run it for about 30 days, you know, mm. 30 days or 15 days. You don't really want to run it for much longer. Um, so expiry date is crucial for them. Location, your company name is crucial for them. So put those those in and hopefully you get to the, the top of the Google SEO call. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, it makes sense. It's almost like everything kind of works into this SEO and Google. It's amazing how how important it's becoming. Well, that was brilliant. So I, hey, sorry. It's, it's so digital, and also, you know, people look nowadays. Who looks at the newspaper for pay for for jobs? But they're actually still there. If you go and look, Sunday Star, Sunday Times still has no their their paper. Yep, for the jobs, and I think no it's ways. Cape Times or something still advertises every Monday. They've got their job section. No way. But every job that's in the newspaper is also on digitally on no, that site must be so you're gonna to have to get it right both ways yeah so interesting i actually haven't thought about looking at a newspaper for a job in literally years <laughs> that's <Exactly>. crazy <laughs> <laughs> but that's awesome well there we go um sasha thank you so much so in terms of how people can utilize job crystal and your new ai tool crystal can you just tell how would people be able to utilize you guys and the tool to help them with what we've just spoken about today so yeah, they can go on to Job Crystal, so J O B C 
C-R-Y, it's like a crystal ball.co.za. Go onto the site, join, completely free to join. Uh, you can have a look. We've got salary benchmark tools, which are completely free, where you can look at what is the salary for that that um, market related salary that you were looking for, you can use that um, and you can go and upload a job. We've also got some, a quite a nice tool which creates the base of your job description. So often, you know, rather than copy and pasting from Google, use our generic templates and then you can add your own meat into it and your own, you know, your passion, mm. your passionate summary at the top and what are you looking for? We give you some idea on that. So that's a really good tool to use to go and see how to create your job description and what would work for you. And Brilliant. then you can use Crystal. So Crystal's our new AI tool, which helps SMEs find people in a few minutes. Brilliant. Cool. Well, that wraps up our first episode of Jobcast. That was awesome. Lots of insights. I hope you guys all enjoyed and please send some feedback, comment below, um, reach out if you want to have anything else you'd like to hear from us or any feedback or any comments. Let, let us know. That'd be great. Sasha, thank you so much and I look forward to our next episode. Perfect. Thanks, Bobby. Cool.